Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining in on this episode. Um, I'm really excited because today I get to record a new episode for the first time in a few months. Uh, the previous episodes you've been listening to, and by the way, thank you to everyone who, who has taken the time to listen um, and just sending us feedback. It, it means a lot to me and, and, and everyone over here on the team, but uh, yeah, I've been recording all of those episodes you've been listening to were recorded a few months ago. Um, but now it's time for some new, some new content. And so I'm really excited, uh, today to be recording a new episode with my uncle James Katina. Uncle James, thank you so much for being here. Oh, uncle. (laughs) I was going to call you uncle Josh, but no nephew, Josh. It's, it's really man. I'm so stoked. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I'm actually here in the home of Mr. And Mrs. Josh Katina. So that's a treat in and of itself. But, you know, I, uh, when you, I I think it was about four months ago when you started uh, recording these episodes and I would get to listen back, man, you have done a a remarkable job in uh, just spearheading this. So I, uh, I want to make sure I come strong. So I'm here. I'm really excited to speak with you today, Uncle. I I know you have a lot of interesting perspectives on things and um, a guy that I admire personally. And uh, I just want to give you a chance really quick in case there's people listening who who don't know who you are to just introduce yourself and um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. For sure. So uh, I'm one of the five Katinas in, in the band, the Katinas, but I am the husband uh, of Chrissy and a father of five amazing uh, children. Uh, I actually have two adult children, Jackson, who's 24. Jackson is married to my beautiful daughter-in-law, Leah, and uh, Dylan, who is uh, hitting the ground running. He uh, graduated from Lee University uh, just a few months ago. And then here at our home living with us still is Haley, who is 15. She just got her uh, permit, and so she's starting to drive. She's doing really great. Riley is 12, going on 20. She's uh, our spark plug, but Riley's amazing. And then uh, our our little guy, he we we often <laughs> refer to him as the surprise gift from God. He's uh, five years old, Levi John, who he's the life of the party. So if you were paying attention, that's that's a wide range, 24 to five. And uh, I'm I'm grateful. I, th- I think being a dad is is my highest uh, calling, but it's it's my my favorite title. Um, and you know, uh, outside of being in a band with my brothers, which which is really my passion, music, and just this idea that we have this platform over the last thirty years. And even when I say that, I'm like, wow, it's been it's been thirty plus years of doing what. I love to do and doing it with four guys that I love dearly, who are my brothers, my blood brothers, but these really are my best friends. And then outside of the Katinas, 
I've uh, I've ventured into some entrepreneur uh, opportunities. Uh, the latest being uh, investing in real estate, and so um, you know, just a rookie at it. But but I'm I'm finding that I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm getting financial education, and that's one of the areas that's been pulling me in. So that's a little bit of, about who I am. Awesome, thank you, Uncle. Um, yeah, uh, one thing about my Uncle James, I know is he's. I feel like you're you're a Renaissance man when it comes. <laughs> you're you're definitely open to and quick at learning new things, uh-huh. and I'm sure we'll talk a, a little bit about that later. But cool. when you were talking about uh, the kids. Uh, my cousins, it actually reminded me that I have something to give to you. This will be our <laughs> our first gift ever nice. given on the Welcome Home podcast. But when uh, um, Alexis, my wife, and I got home from our honeymoon, we came into the house and her parents had been staying here just a few days after the wedding. And on her desk was this right here. And it's a note that says for Levi. And so this is from my mother-in-law to wow. Levi. <laughs> it's a happy meal toy. I guess she stopped at McDonald's and got a happy that meal. So cool. I don't even know if Levi is he out. Lo- he loves but... McDonald's and he loves happy meal toys. So okay. Well, good. It looks like a space be... jam toy. Oh, and so gosh. it's awesome. time for it to get out of my house wow, and into that's, yours. That's Uncle so James. Sweet. <laughs> that is so sweet. But yeah, my, my right. mother-in-law was thinking of Levi at Come McDonald's. On. So nice. Uncle, uh, thanks again for sharing all that uh, quick introduction. Um, and I have a few questions prepared for you. Um, this Dang is how it. the podcast goes. So I have two questions that are really about things that I'm more interested in. And then the third one is more about you. So uh, I'll begin with the first question. It's kind of a fun question. So um, you and and my uncles have, have been traveling for uh over 30 years now doing music and some of my favorite childhood memories um are the times when i got lucky enough to go on the road with you Mm -hmm. guys i uh those are some those are things that i'll never forget and um as i've grown older it's been less and less that i've had the opportunity to travel with you guys um but i know that over all of the years you guys have some great stories on the road and so I want to ask you, Uncle, if you could share with us an embarrassing or funny <laughs> story. Um, it doesn't have to be about you, but something yeah. that took place with the crew on the road. Um, oh, gosh. Any, any story you can think of. There's a lot, Josh, and you, you probably uh, were a witness to many because you were on the road with us, you know, jumping on the tour bus. I, I think one that comes to mind really goes way back to when John and I, you know, Uncle John and our mm-hmm. twins, as, as you know, and those of you who are listening in, I'm an identical twin. Uh, John is is uh, one of the lead vocalists of the band, the Katinas. And so this was way before we were really serious into this band thing and music and recording. Um, I'm going to say I was either 10 or 11. John and I were 10 wow. or 11, right? And uh, there, there was a really cool uh, trip that our dad, who was basically our pseudo-manager, he put together a trip as we were living in, in the uh, American Samoa. We uh, planned a trip, and I think it was 
uh, an entire year of planning to travel to Hawaii. So American Samoa, a, a flight from American Samoa to Hawaii is about five hours. So I remember taking that trip again. I was probably around 11 years old. And um, he put together, dad put together a tour of maybe 15 to 20 small little Samoan churches, okay. right? In the Hawaiian, uh, in, in Oahu. And uh, so we would just um, lead worship. We would uh, take, take over the entire service sometimes, depending on where we were at. And on one particular Sunday, uh, we were leading worship. And I remember the song. It was a song called, He's Worthy. He's Worthy of Our Praise. <laughs> and at that time, for those of you who've seen us live, I'm the bass player. But back then, uh, I was just one of the singers. So I would stand next to John and Jesse, and then even your dad, he wasn't even on the drums wow. back then. He was a, a just, you know, we were all standing in a line. And, and John was, was doing uh, one of the verses, he was uh, doing a solo to He's Worthy of Our Praise. And he gets to singing, and somewhere in the middle of the verse, even before we got to the hook, John forgets the words. Uncle John forgot the words, and you know, with within seconds, he was he just freaked out mm -hmm. and he started crying. Oh, no. And instead of me picking up the slack, like, hey, finishing off the, the verses, I looked at my twin. And what did I do, Josh? I started bawling. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most humiliating thing. Oh, man. Even, you know, this this was almost 40 years ago. I think back to it. And I'm like, man, why did I not just be the hero and pick up, you know, on the, the words that he missed? But no, <laughs> I, I saw him freaking out. He lost it and I lost it too. And I'll tell you, we <laughs> haven't lived that down oh, with, with the rest of the uncles, you know. So that's just one that comes to mind. It's, uh, it's uh, stuck with us for all these wow. years. It's so, uh, it's, I really enjoy hearing stories about when you guys were younger. Obviously, this was before I was born. Yeah. It's always been um, a part of my life that, you know, my dad does music and my yeah. uncles do music. But, um, and you guys kind of had your act down by the time I was uh, conscious enough to understand <laughs> it. But I don't, I forget that you guys had to go through years of like, learning how to do this, learning how to sing together and exactly. how to perform and how to remember the words. And, and you guys did it at such a young age. It, it, I think it's um, something that I don't appreciate enough that, yeah. that you guys did. Um, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. there's some good stories. Um, I, I love being on, I love being on the road with you guys. I don't know if you remember, I think it was 20, maybe 2015, there was a Christmas tour where um, I was a freshman in college, uh, but I was going to community college. Okay. And if I'm being honest, I was not as invested into it as I as I should have been. And so yeah. my dad and my dad, I, I don't know why they let me do this, but my dad had me just come with you guys on the Christmas tour. Yeah. So I missed like the last two weeks of my semester. <laughs> I but, remember that, Josh. But, but I remember we were in... We were in vans and yes. just laughter the whole oh. time. Either either yeah. laughter yeah. or silence because everyone was sleeping. Oh, yeah. 
and and oftentimes, Josh, and you you've you've witnessed this. A lot of that laughter came out of delirium, yeah. right? Because when you're on the road, when you're grinding, you know, you're flying into a town, and then our routine, as you remember, we would have you know two or three minivans, mm-hmm. right, to to fit everyone in, and all the luggage and all the merch, and just the the long hours of being in the this confined space. Yeah. There was a little, there was a lot of laughter because we would cut up, but a lot of times we, I remember we were just delirious yeah. and laughing at the craziest things. Totally. You know? I, I, I don't think people realize the physical toll oh. that, uh, like a weekend trip is one thing, but when you guys are touring and touring, it's like yeah. three or four weeks oh. on the road and you're waking up yeah. early to catch flights. And when I've gone on trips like that, yeah. I don't know how you guys have done it, man. It, it's, it's, you know, you have to be mentally fit Yeah, is probably the best way I could put it because you're, you, you feel it, right? So there is mental preparation. And I, I think because uh, your dad and uh, uncles and I, we, we often, you know, look back and, and, and talk about how, you know, imagine when we were all single, right? Yeah. And we didn't have any families and we were easily doing over 200 dates a year. Man. You know, so we were much younger, so we had the energy. But man, you you have to you have to know that music and touring is your passion. Yeah. To to for it to 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 go into that place of longevity because you know it's not fun. There's a lot of those moments where it's it's literally the grind. Right. You know, that's not just kind of a slogan. It's that's what it feels like. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and uh, I remember going back to that tour. I won't say where it was, but there was a, there was a. It was like two different dates that you guys had. You had one date on, say it was a Friday. The other was Saturday, and I remember Friday uh-huh. we were at this beautiful church, uh, <laughs> just great sound system. The yeah. the congregation was awesome, and everything went everything well. went great. Yes. And then the next day. We had traveled to a different place, and whatever the church on Friday was on Saturday, it was the opposite. On the other end of the spectrum, and (laughs) I just I realized that you know for every for every really great church or great show that you get, you're getting ten tough ones, and not that those places aren't aren't uh, great, but it's a hard work. Um, So so think about Josh, and, and 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 you probably saw it. Think about mentally how we have to go from this amazing, you know, venue and the show was awesome and we sold out of merch to the mental preparation that you have to do. Basically, you got to literally shift gears. Yeah. And you know what we tell ourselves, right? Hey, tonight, let's play. Let's give it the same energy like yeah. we did in front of 2,000 people. I'm, you know? s- I'm so glad you said that, Uncle, <laughs> because as a young man watching that, that's one yeah. of the things I did pick up was that even though the circumstances were <laughs> completely different, different yeah. you guys still gave your best. You gave mm. to both churches and to both uh, shows the same energy and the same effort, and that was something that I picked up on wow. while I was out there. So um Thank you guys for for teaching me that lesson and absolutely. So man. well, I could talk I could talk with you guys about stories oh, on the too, road man. all the time, but I do want to move on to our second question. Um, I feel somewhat obligated to ask this um, today. 
I'm, I'm not sh- exactly sure when people are going to be listening to this. It'll probably be in a couple weeks, but today's September 9th, mm-hmm. uh, 2021. Um, on Saturday, it'll be the 20-year anniversary of the September 11th attacks. And so I just wanted to talk with you because September 11th is honestly one of my first memories. One of the first things, like, I can remember like weird things before it but i it's the first memory that i have that i clearly remember where i was and and what i was doing so i just wanted to ask you if um to reminisce with me for a little bit and just tell me what you remember about that day almost 20 years ago now so you you have the perspective of a six-year-old where you were six yeah, five well, or six so it, i would have been five it yeah. was uh okay. it was my first day of yes. kindergarten that's wow. how i remember it but and i was uh i was still in my 20s i was 29 um so you're absolutely right you know 9 11 is one of those days where we say i remember when yeah. right yeah it, it, there's only a handful of those um and 9-11, I remember I was in a, a cast, a hard cast, because I had just torn my Achilles. Oh, wow. On my, my left foot. And so I was, you know, I was, I was held up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember, Josh, but I shared an apartment with Uncle Jesse and yep. Uncle Neil. Yeah, I remember okay. that. I remember uh, that apartment. Yes. And um, so you were five. Uh, Jackson would have been four my oldest son Jackson and Dylan was two um, I had gone through a divorce uh, two years prior to that a couple years prior to that and I just remembered that both the boys they primarily lived in Atlanta at the time with their mom Michelle um, but both of the boys happened to be with me that week uh, a few days uh, before 9/11 and I remember, that uh, I was I was watching the news yeah. and I actually saw I didn't see the first plane right because all of a sudden breaking news happens and people were w- wondering about this accident there was an accident in one of the towers and so you know it wasn't it wasn't noon yet and uh, whatever that gap was I saw the second plane go through the second tower live. And, and just remembering even the, the shakiness in the, in, I don't know if I was watching NBC or Fox or CNN, but the, 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 the voices of the, the broadcasters, you know, trying to explain what just happened. And I, I could tell, you know, just in what I was feeling, the uneasiness, that this wasn't an accident. Yeah. You know, I don't even... I don't even know that I immediately say what said, oh, this is a terrorist act. But so just reflecting on, you know, that moment in my apartment being held up because I couldn't really walk. I had crutches and I'm just glued to the TV. And I, I'll, I'll be honest, Josh, I do remember feeling like, wow, um, I've read scripture and I've read about, you know, what the end times would yeah. look like and i i thought that we the, that moment was being ushered in mm. just based on what i saw yeah so that's that was just the the beginning and i i remember actually talking to michelle uh jackson and 
Dylan's mom because I was supposed to drive them back to Atlanta that day. And we decided that no, let's just, let's, you know, there's all this craziness happening. And I remember her and I uh, having a conversation like, man, is, is the world coming to an end? You know, it, it was yeah. just that feeling. Um, so there's no doubt for when I think back, and I, I, I can't believe it's been 20 years, Josh, but there's no doubt in my mind that that was such a, a defining moment in the history of the world that the world has never been the same yeah. since 9-11. I totally agree with you. That's exactly what I was going to talk about was it's been 20 years now and um, since that tragedy. And I don't think at that moment, obviously I was five, so I, I was uh, experiencing it on a much different sure. level than you were. Um, but I don't think anybody back then realized that how much it would change the world, that event. Um, and, and I think about, you know, those kinds of tragedies, um, they don't happen that often, no. at, at least not at that a magnitude. Exactly. Um, and I think that we often forget that a single moment yes. can change the course of history. Yeah. And I think about what the world has been through just over the past year and a half with the mm -hmm. pandemic that started uh, end of 2019. Yeah. Uh, I think that in 20 years, we're probably going to look back to this 2020 moment, sure. and think about, man, the world changed <laughs> when that started. And so... Um, I guess I don't really have like a moral or a yeah. lesson to say, but I, I guess for me, what I take away from it is just that, uh, there's, there's no guarantee that tomorrow's going to look the same as today. Absolutely. And that's what I take away from September 11th. Yeah. I, I love that. I love what you just said there. I think, um, when I look and, and you and I are agreeing that, you know, 9-11 was a defining moment in the history of the world. And while we're still, we're actually still in this pandemic mode, this is no doubt, while it's a very different circumstances, it has that same weight, yeah. you know, that this is, this is a defining moment. And so I think it just kind of, you know, falls back on, on us, the individual. And, and it's a question, um, what, what do you, what do you get out of these historic moments, mm -hmm. right? Because there's no doubt whether we want to accept it or not, change yeah. is, is inevitable. These, um, these historic events have created change. And, and I, I think what's cool is there's an opportunity that, that even though there's a lot of darkness and, and brokenness that you feel from both of these events, 9-11 and 2020, I think there's an opportunity for good mm -hmm. as well, uh, yeah. if we choose, right? Yeah. There's, there's definitely been a silver lining, you know, when, when we came out of 9-11. And even now, as we're experiencing kind of a, 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 a twist and turn in this pandemic, I, I think people, not that you just get used to living with this virus, but I think people want to be able to figure out how do we still live yeah and so it's it's a it's the journey yeah uh when when people who are older than me when they 
talk about how they experienced 9-11, they often talk to me about um, like a sense of unity that they felt For sure. um, in the country. And, um, you know, I remember when COVID, like when the first major shutdown started mm-hmm. happening, I did kind of feel that um, in the country, like, oh, we're going to get through this yeah. or whatever. But it only lasted like a few weeks, I know, and I, I I don't know exactly what the difference was. Uh, yeah. Obviously, it was an election year when it happened, so I think exactly. that was was a part of it. But um, yeah, I don't necessarily feel that in the country right now. No, no. I, I there again. I think when when historic events like this happen, um, right now what we're experiencing is. It, we call it what it is it's there's there's a spirit of divisiveness you know definitely and um and you know not that that hasn't been around but it's 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 being exposed more so again i i always like to look at things from the perspective of a question mm. okay so what you know what what are what are you going to do about it mm. right because i know that i'm i'm not necessarily going to change the whole world but i can still have uh, effect or impact on culture just by by you know not being in denial but just by you know what 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 can i what can i just as an individual do to um to have impact on on my surroundings my 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 culture you know in today's world of technology there's all of these readily available platforms Certainly. and if there is something to be said what am i willing to say to again hopefully inspire and um just uh, give some kind of positivity in the midst of chaos that's great yeah there's a saying i've heard it i don't know who said it but it's think globally act locally yeah and uh i, I think about uncle jesse yes his uh his neighborhood for sure the impact that uh, him and Auntie Jessica and Boss and Mira mm. and Sammy have had on their neighborhood. Uncle Jesse talked about it in our episode, um, but I don't know if that would have been possible if it weren't for the conditions of, of the pandemic. Exactly. Um, so maybe on a grand scale, we're not seeing the unity that sure. I, I wish we could see, yeah. but uh, there definitely are opportunities. An opportunity. um, even if it's just in your neighborhood. But yeah. well, thanks for. Going back 20 years with me, Uncle. Um, Thank you, man. Those were your first two questions. And um, this third question I ask all of my guests. And it's really what this podcast is all about. And it's an open-ended question. So answer it however you'd like. Um, But the question is this. What's going on at home? Mm, Love it. What's going on at home? You know, um, Chrissy and I or for you, Auntie Chrissy and I, we uh, celebrated 17, a little over 17, uh, we celebrated 17 years of marriage this past May, so. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, man, and I, I'll tell you, in a lot of ways, Josh, it, it feels like these 17, 17 years have flown by, you know. We were just talking about all the changes you mm-hmm. go through. And um, so what's happening in, in my home in regards to just my relationship with uh, with Auntie Chrissy, uh, I'll tell you, she's a 
she she's had major impact on me and not just because she's my wife but just because of the person she is she's really taught me a lot in uh, these over 17 years of being together uh, one thing is just uh, her, her her love and her passion for life she's um, she's got a lot of uh, great qualities, a lot of skill set. She's very gifted, talented. Um, many people may or may not know she was actually in a group with the artist, artist that, that known as Pink, right? Uh, uh, Felicia Moore is her actual name. And so, you know, uh, Auntie Chrissy has uh, in her young, uh, I'll say, 40 plus years of living, <laughs> she's, she's, uh, she's experienced a lot and I, I just draw a lot from her. I'm, I'm grateful to call her my wife. Uh, we are certainly not uh, perfect even in our relationship, but I, I think one thing because her and I grew up on different ends of the spectrum, um, when we got to know each other and then of course when we married we we've just had a, a really awesome time just getting to know each other, right? Because she comes from a very different background than I do, yeah. right? And sometimes that actually, you know, they say opposites attract, and that's true. But sometimes that could be a separation yeah. of sorts. For her and I, we've we've really had a adventurous seventeen years of of being together. She's an incredible mom. And uh, one thing that I love about my wife is she's really, and I know every husband would say this, but she's supportive of me mm. um, lately. And I kind of uh, briefly touched on it in, in the introduction. I've been getting into uh, just different streams, different you know ways to ge- generate uh, revenue or, or income. And it's really from an entrepreneur uh, place that while I've been learning and investing a lot of time, my biggest fan has been Auntie Chrissy, mm. you know, and I, I, I don't think, I know for a fact, I wouldn't be where I'm at in my journey currently if I didn't have a cheerleader yeah. like her, you know, I mean, husbands and wives, yes, we're, we're on this, the same team as we, as we often say, but it's, 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 it's a, it's a very awesome thing when you truly have a spouse that she's giving me ideas. She's, she's like, okay, so that door closed hmm. and maybe it's going to open up this door. And her and I have this synergy that um, I, I'm, just, I'm just really grateful for. My, my kids are, you know, obviously the, um, the, the joy of my life. Um, I'm living vicariously through them in a, in, because there's things that they're doing. I'm, I'm starting with Jackson and all the way down to Levi. They're, they're doing that. I, I just, I wish I, I would have done half of what they're doing when I was their age. So again, I'm, I'm just this proud guy, this proud dad that's watching my kids, uh, you know, go through their journey, you know, the, the good stuff and the, the, you know, the, the tough parts of their journey, yeah. you know, and, and so it's, it's neat to see that. Um, but right now I, I'll just say, Josh, I, I feel like I'm, 
I'm living my best life. And not that I figured it out, but I, I love the part where on the journey, I love learning on the go. Yeah. You know, and, and just as a business man, now uh, really uh, diving into real estate investing, it's not about what you know, actually, yeah. right? It's just about uh, being willing. I, I say three things having an insatiable passion for what you desire. You've, you've got to know what it is that you want. Secondly, it's your willingness to be coachable and teachable, right? So as I'm diving into some of these high-powered meetings that I'm having with brokers and lenders, I'm shaking, my knees are shaking, but I, I just find myself telling myself, you know what, you belong. You're, you're, you're capable, you'll figure it out as you go. I've got an amazing business partner uh, Carlos Sarguero, shout out to my, my, my brother Carlos in Denver. And then the third thing is just put in the work, mm. right? The, the results that we want, again, whatever you desire, it's awaiting you, but you don't get there. What, what connects you is the work. It's creating massive action. And I don't know, you know, the demographic of everyone who's listening in, but I just want to say to you, if, if you're listening, I, God sees and he knows the desires of your heart. Psalm 37 says that as we delight in him, he will grant us the desires of our hearts. Check this out. We were fearfully and wonderfully made. What does that mean? The designer who made us, he made us for greatness. So I, I know it, it, it may sound like I'm, I'm not preaching. I'm just saying I'm sharing with you what I've been even as a Christian for almost all my life, I feel like I'm getting this renewed sense of knowing who I truly am mm. just here recently and what I was called to do. I was called for greatness. And so again, it's not, it doesn't mean that I've figured it all out. As a matter of fact, it means the opposite. But it just means that as I trust in the Creator, He's leading me and He's planting these seeds in my mind and just saying, hey, if you desire it, you got to go after it, you know. Yeah, so that, um, that that in a, in a in a sense currently is what's going on in my home. I'm empowering my kids to dream at the highest level mm. and just say, listen, whatever you desire, whatever you want to be, you can be that. God's created you that way. You know, greater is He that is in us. The greatness. This is not no, you know, hype talk. It's just. You, you do have to believe it, and then you have to walk it out. It doesn't mean that it's devoid of, of hardship because you're gonna, it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. You're going to come against obstacles and hurdles. But to me, that's actually what makes the journey what it's supposed to be, yeah. right? Because you become great by welcoming every season of life. And uh, at the end of the day, whatever you desire you can have it yeah i truly believe that that's great uncle um just listening to you talk about that i can tell obviously it's something you're very passionate about um and i love those three uh yeah sayings what was the first one again having an insatiable passion for what you desire yeah i tell people josh like you 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 know it, it's important right a lot of guys that i listen to they talk about the action of writing your goals down on paper mm -hmm. And then not only writing them down, but every day, you know, or at night before you, you hit, hit that pillow, read it, read it aloud, 
right? It's so important for us to articulate what it is that we desire. It could be time freedom. It could be financial freedom. It could be just a health and, and um, unity in your marriage. What, did, what, what is it that you desire? Yeah. Right. You we we uh, a lot of times we're, we're, we we think of, you know, the Elon Musk's of the world and, you know, the Warren Buffett's and the Jeff Bezos and think, man, they're just in the, believe me, if you read their stories, many of them cats didn't, you know, grow up with a silver spoon in their mouths. But there was something that they connected. And I don't know where these guys are at spiritually, but believe me, there's something going on in their spirit that they they figured that out and that's what helped them to really get on the path that they're on so yeah i, I just believe that man whatever it is for anyone you know for for anyone whether you come from a, a, a poverty or a middle class home or or maybe you you've had it all but there's still something that you're searching for man it's it's there for you yeah uh i'm glad you brought up uh elon musk he's someone that i'm interested in and i'm gonna butcher this quote but he he said something about because he's known for obviously tesla and the spacex but most people just probably know him for being a billionaire yes and being wealthy and that definitely is true and and what did he did he do venmo or paypal paypal PayPal. so there's a story but he he has this quote and people ask him about you know, were you going after, like, how did you figure out how to make all of this money? Um, and his, his answer was money's just a byproduct of the passion. Mm. And, uh, there's a, an anecdote about how, so he, like you said, was involved. I don't know if he founded PayPal, but he was one of the, he had a lot of stock in the company. And when he sold his stock of PayPal, you may know this, he invested all of it into Tesla and he had no money. Yeah. That was all his money was from PayPal. And he so, went all in. well, the story, the, the lesson from that was just that it wasn't about the money oh, for Elon. Yeah. It was that he believed in his so ideas good. about Tesla. So good. And so that's something that, that is, um, I like that. Yeah. I like thinking about that. And, um, wow. You, you know, you, you just reminded me, I, I'm um, currently right now, uh, my partner, Carlos Salguero and I, uh, in this real estate uh, space that we're in, we are in a, a very small, it's a mastermind club with Grant Cardone. You've probably heard yeah. of Grant. Yeah. And, and Grant is one of those guys, right? Mm-hmm. He, I mean, if you read it or, or have heard of his story, I mean, he, he, he tells people he should have been done at, uh, dead at 25, right? Wow. But but there was something that sparked him, uh, and and but one thing that Grant says, and and it, it it ties in with that mindset that Elon Musk has, and many of these guys, he says, be obsessed or be average, hmm. be obsessed or be average. And again, you just have to figure out what what is it, and and you may not know fully, and that's okay too. But just allow yourself to be on the journey. Just and I tell young people, and I, if there's a young person listening in man don't stop dreaming you know and this is why it's important that as you as you traverse through your journey make sure you're around people that are 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 going to encourage you that are going to cheer you on 
uh, there's there's a lot of dream killers out there. You got to stay away from them. Yeah. You know, just stay focused on on what you desire. Keep dreaming. Yeah, I um, that that makes me think about just you talking about um, your relationship with Auntie Chrissy and how um, she sees that you're passionate about this and she pours into that. And I think about my relationship with Alexis. One thing that I um, that I love is yeah. making music, mm. and, and you're good at it, bro. Oh, thank you, Uncle yes, Vol. Alexis, some of my favorite times ever making music is when I'm in the studio and Alexis is with me. Ooh. And yes, uh, I love spending time with Alexis anytime, but uh, it's really special to me that I can be doing something that I love and that I enjoy and that I care about. And have Alexis with me, and she's just as invested into it as I am. Yeah, she she enjoys she enjoys seeing me do something that I enjoy, and she also is a talented violinist. So I've even gotten her to oh, to record some strings on some songs. But that makes me think about you and Auntie Chrissy, and I think that's a very um, special thing that you have with Auntie, yeah. and also an important thing Absolutely. because you know all of I think. The older I get, the more I realize that it's really hard to do anything by yourself, mm. at least for me. Yes. And um, it doesn't mean that I need someone to hold my hand all the time or, or, or do all the heavy lifting. But just yeah. having people in your life who yes. support you, um, that is it's a vital um, factor in finding success Absolutely. in your passions. I I think man Josh you you're uh, you're you're touching on some some things that I, I I really believe is is um is resonating with with people and and definitely with me and the idea is if you think about it isn't that the way we were designed we were designed for fellowship yeah right um, yes we we often talk about the importance of knowing who you are individually and and you know loving yourself and and i believe in all of that but i truly believe that the way the master plan that 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 god had was for people to be in fellowship right iron sharpens iron what does that mean and it means that hey man you don't have to go through life you know by yourself or or on an island You, you can as you're as you're building yourself up you know, I, I believe that fellow uh, that relationships are crucial, you know, and Definitely. They, they play a, a really important role in our lives. For yeah, sure. it's been something on just in my own journey that I've been contemplating a lot because, um, you know, I'm a pretty introverted person. I actually, you know, I thrive off of being alone and I get that is what refuels sure. me is, is time alone. And that was one of the things that uh, getting ready to be married that I was a little, um, I guess you could say concerned about was just that, you know, my alone time is not going to be as much as I'm used to. (laughs) And so um, living with Alexis, living with just another person um, has been something that I've had to adjust to. And I think it's gone well. I mean, yeah. I'm only a month into it, but so I am also seeing um, new sides of myself just from being in the house with Alexis and yeah. being in marriage with her that um, I like about myself yes. and that uh, I don't know if I could have discovered sure. that if it, if it weren't for um, 
being with somebody else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I commend you, man, because I, I, I think that, um, you know, your, your story, um, uh, is it, 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 it's bringing out the idea that, you know what, um, isn't, isn't life and, and the journey of life, it's, it's, it's a continual discovery, yeah. right? Because uh, I might be a certain way, uh, and I, it, believe it or not, Josh, I, I, I don't know that I'm an introvert, and I don't know that I would describe myself as that, but bro, I, I love being alone, yeah. right? Just even with my thoughts and meditating, I'm big on, on meditating, um, you know, I, I know that I have to kind of get up knowing that, oh, I'm going to be with, you know, a group of people or, uh, you know, Christy and I are going to go out with a couple, you know, it, that's not, doesn't just come naturally to me. Right. But I think my point is I, you, uh, you, you, you touched on something that it, it's important. It's important to, to em- embrace um, some things that don't come naturally yeah. and, it, and it's okay. It's, yeah. you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm finding out more and more. And I, I think this is what I, where I'm at. I'm embracing, uh, uncomfortable moments, you know, mm. uh, it, and, and not just that idea, you know, get out of your comfort zone. It, it is that, but I'm just saying, man, it, I, I got, I have to remind myself, Hey, it's, it's okay that this is not what you're naturally into. Uh, there might be something that you get out of it. Yeah. You never know. That's awesome, Uncle. Um, we have a, a few more minutes left, so uh, I do have to ask you, so how long have you been kind of, um, I guess, endeavoring into this uh, learning about real estate investing? And could you tell our listeners just kind of how you got started and, and what it was that was that yeah. attracted you? Yeah, I'll try to make it brief. Um, I, I, I've I've been on this journey now, and you know, entrepreneurship, and really um, paying a, paying more and more attention to that passion of mine for about five years. And it started with uh, with with this sports app that <laughs> that there was an I opportunity. Remember this. Yeah, yeah, remember? Uh, I, I I can say the name. It was called Firefan. And how you can call plays on a football game or or a basketball game. You're basically predicting game uh, plays that that you know the game will end up running and you'll get points, right? So, but there was basically um, a network marketing sort of affiliate slant to it that you can get uh, micro transactions, right? So. They're like residual. It was a, mm-hmm. a, a passive residual thing. That was that was about, and I remember it was five years ago because it was literally two weeks after Levi John was born. Wow. So I got into this, and I, I remember thinking, hmm, I I I have friends, and I know of people in the network marketing space, like the Amways of the world, Mona V, Rodan, and, and Fields, but I just never saw my myself getting into that. I, I didn't ever see myself as someone who was good with s- uh, s- selling products yeah. and that kind of thing. But so that led into me really um, building like a large team in, in that deal. Um, 
I built a team of like over twelve thousand, uh, twenty thousand people. Wow! Right? Just, I, it was just crazy, and I didn't have any reference point. But, but, and then I remember, you know, literally a month into it, I was in Utah, a Salt Lake City, meeting with the the owners of this startup company, and so it was just a crazy journey. And I and I remember telling Auntie Chrissy, he's like, you know what, I, I don't know much of this space and. It's totally different from music and what I'm used to, but I feel like like it's something that that I could probably do, right? With just pockets of time. That thing never really took off, but the experience led me to another thing where it was more of a profit sharing platform uh, where I did well. And for the last four years, I became the top earner of this, this online platform and that's where I met Carlos Arguero. And Carlos, um, I, I, I look at him as a serial entrepreneur. Everything this guy touches, it's like turns to gold. You know, he, he's just got a great business mind, originally from Ecuador, came here to the States. And he, he loves the United States of America mm -hmm. more than most Americans do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this guy literally took me under his wings because... I, just like I did with this other company, I, I went straight to the top. That was one thing I, I don't know where I got that from, but I just knew that if I'm going to really make a run at this and do it, I, I need to be close to the top dogs. Yeah. I don't know why. And, and so he noticed me because of my activity and my results. And so last year, Josh, 2020 of all years, you know, everything shut down. Yeah. The Katina's tour schedule was totally wiped out. Well, guess what I, I, I started doing, right? I was in front of my computer. I could invest in this little platform and I had my, my best year, right? And mm -hmm. again, top earner. So he and I, Carlos and I have a conversation like, man, what, what, like, what should I do? I just have this little bit of money in my online account. He said, dude, you need to get into real estate investing. I said, wow, that sounds interesting. I, don't, I have no clue on where my entry level is. And that started the process. Wow. So uh, long story short, we've got a, a fourplex in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I think it's okay for me to, to say this. Carlos and I just uh, closed on a 57 uh, unit in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Wow. So we're just starting, but um, this, this space moves fast. I, I told you that uh, we're a part of uh, Grant Cardone's uh, mastermind. There's about 100 of us. So, so I'm, you know, I'm still, and I will always be, remember that second point, right? Be coachable and yeah. teachable. That's one of the things that I know it is, has proven to, to help me um, just be on this journey. So I love well, talking about it, but yeah. that's, I'll that's a great story, that uncle, man. Yeah. That's, I'm inspired just listening yeah. to you talk about it. And, um, you know, I think you don't get to where you're at and I know that you're on an upward tra trajectory still, but you don't get to where you're at without, um, a lot of hours and a lot of, of work. Um, and, and a great support. Yeah. Nancy great Christy, support. You know? So, um, I'll let you, I'll give you the mic uncle yeah. just to close us out. Um, anything you want to share with our listeners, uh, before we go here? Well, Josh, let me just say, man, I, I, uh, you, you don't know this, but uh, yes, you're my nephew, but I, I really, you inspire me, you know, and there's, 
there's a lot of things when I'm having my moments of just thought uh, and when I think about you, I, I, I just admire the young man that you are, now husband, and uh, I, I'm just, uh, this podcast is just one of many things that I just know, um, while I know you're figuring out your future, whatever you do, man, you're going to kill it. And I, I, I'm honored to call you my family and, uh, you know, my nephew and I'm just proud of you, bro. Thank you. Um, I, I, uh, <clears throat> I, I just want to say to everyone who's listening that uh, you're perfectly loved. You're perfectly loved by the Father. That, you know, again, whatever part in the journey that you find yourself in, just know that you are in the right place at the right time. You might be going through uh, a struggle. You might be going through heartache, through pain. Maybe you've lost a loved one in this craziness that's going on just know that you have a purpose um, even in the the uncertainty and in the questions which that's a part of life don't don't feel like you have to move away from that but ultimately in all in all through and through you have a purpose you know God has um, designed you uh, and in a very unique way that over in time right if if you just embrace time um, to figure out what that is and maybe you know what your purpose is maybe you are well on your way and you are uh, fulfilling your calling in your life just keep going keep pressing on um, uh, there's a lot of darkness going on so i would just encourage you like i encourage myself every day when i'm praying when i'm meditating just focus on the good, okay? There's there's a lot of craziness going on, um, but if you just focus on um, things that add value to you and focus on the, 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 the people that are adding value to your life, um, that's, that's the best place that you could allow your mind to go. You know, again, we, uh, you know, things will never be perfect and that's just a part of life, but just... Just know that God has designed you to, to, to do some great things beyond your wildest dreams. And maybe, maybe you, you haven't heard someone say that to you. I, I, don't, I can't see you and I don't, can't call out your name, but please, within the sound of my voice, let, let my words just really hit home to you right now. Just that the best is yet to come. It's never too late. I don't care if you're five years old, 50 years old, or 90 years old, man, your best days are right now and moving forward. And um, so just uh, just stay encouraged. Uh, God's got a plan for you. And uh, you, you are perfectly loved, as I said. Awesome, Uncle. We'll close it out with that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.